Hey guys, I thought I'd pop into the podcast on a Wednesday here today and introduce a new series within the Broke at 40 podcast. And you might be thinking, Evan, is that even possible to have a podcast within a podcast? Well, the answer to that is yes. You know why? Because this is my podcast and I can do what I want to, right? If you had your own podcast, then you could do what you wanted to do as well. Anyway, thanks for joining me. This is going to be called Dear Dollar Diary from Accumulation to Distribution, episode number one. You guys know, um, a little while back, I've shared with you that as I've been thinking about, you know, going into my 56th year coming up, I am beginning to think about the distribution phase if I decide to quit my job. So I want to share with you guys a more personal type um, information on Dear Dollar Diary, as if I was writing in a diary. Instead, I'm talking to you, my loyal Broke at 40 listener. And it's not so much the motivation and such that you get on my weekend episodes, but it's more where am I right now? And I hope that this will help you guys as you think about what's on your radar in the future as you go through your process, as you know, of getting to financial independence. And there were some episodes in the past where I shared with you through my accumulation phase, getting to where I'm at right now, I never really hired a financial advisor. I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't. I'm just saying that's my journey. And I just never did that. My mindset was always through those years of when you start maybe at 40, if you're broke, like many of you may be, the saving rate is sometimes more important and critical going into mutual funds than actually choosing the right mutual funds. I know that sounds a little bit strange, but the whole mindset of making sure you're getting your savings rate up and you're going into your 401k and you talk to maybe the advisor through your 401k might be a good idea to get your asset allocation correct and all of those things. But when you're younger, when you're in the accumulation phase, at least in my opinion, this might not be everybody's opinion, but for me, I never felt the need to hire an advisor because I had the skill sets I needed, as you guys know, through earlier in my life when I was broke and I just had that ambition. Um, You know, so for those of you listening, if you don't have that drive and ambition, you can hire a money coach, you can hire me. You can go to evanthomasbroke at yahoo.com and let me know. Some folks have written me and I've talked to them about their money from a coaching perspective, okay? But as you know, um, by listening to my past episodes, I decided just recently to think about going to Vanguard, which as you know, is where a lot of my investments are located. Even though through my 401k, I have Lincoln Financial, but Ironically, all of the mutual funds within my Lincoln account happen to be Vanguard funds. So I just know, as I've shared with you previously, that I do need help at this point if I'm going to pretend and do a role play for myself going into a distribution phase, which means I'm thinking about quitting my job, right? Maybe that's going to happen next year. Maybe it'll happen two years from now. It might happen you know, within a few months, I don't know. I just know that I've gotten to a certain point where it's not bad to reach out to professionals if you do need help. And so what I would like to do with these Dear Diary, Dear Dollar Diary episodes, um, probably in the middle of the week, I'll drop them is I want you guys to walk with me as I share with you what I'm doing. 
So welcome to episode one. So I'm going to call my um, the person I'm talking to at Vanguard, I'm going to call him Michael. That's not his real name. And I talked to Michael a couple times and I decided yesterday to click the buttons to sign up for their advisory services. And let me remind everybody that I have a million dollars in investments. 700,000 of those investments are with Lincoln Financial and um, my HSA and a um, um, online savings account through Ally Bank, as you know. Um, but the, the direct investments I have with Vanguard is 300,000. So I have 700,000 of other, and then I have $300,000 and that that's included of a taxable account, as you know, and a Roth IRA. So those two accounts, they can manage. And it's like 0.003. Um, it's like, for me, it's like $900 a year right now. And so I can cancel at any time. So let me walk through with you what my thought process is. Because I can cancel at any time, it's almost like paying $75 a month approximately for this really great advice from Vanguard, from professionals that work with people that have accumulated the amount of money that I've accumulated to make sure that I have it all correct in terms of what I've talked to you about before, which is things like asset location and tax implications, which I don't want to I don't want to learn that kind of stuff. So I'm willing to pay $75 a month, which is really nothing to have this advice. And so what I'm saying in my mind right now, and you guys can think the same if you're either at a point where you need help from segueing in from accumulation to distribution, or if you um, are, you know, need a money coach and you, you may want to hire a money coach for six months to have, you know, meetings with them to help you get everything in line. Um, so I decided that I did definitely need help. And what's interesting is that even though Vanguard is going to help manage the $300,000 that I told you about, um, they're also going to do some screen sharing with me for my outside investments, where I can then make decisions on if I want to keep the four mutual funds I have through Lincoln, which again are Vanguard funds. Um, but they'll give me some advice on that. So let me pause here for just a minute and say, you know what? If you saw the show notes, I was going to make this a coffee talk ramble, which means grab your favorite beverage, which I have right here. You guys know me. I love making sure that I have interesting sounds on the podcast sometimes. So what you're hearing is me pouring my favorite beverage and you guys can do the same. So grab a beverage if you haven't done so and join me on this episode. So let me continue on and share my thoughts with what's going on with Michael. So again, that's not his real name. So I clicked that button and I signed up actually yesterday, July 27th. So Congratulations, right? So now here I am able to use their services, which what they're going to do for me first, in fact, they're already doing it, is selling some of the mutual funds I have within my taxable account to more favorable tax implied accounts, I guess, if you will. So again, I don't know much about that. And my intent is not to share with you right now exactly what those funds I'm, they're putting me into which is really not important. I just want to share with you more the thought process. So what they're doing is they, number one, for the taxable account I had, as you will recall from some of my episodes, I had like a 
total stock and a bond fund within there. So they're getting rid of the bond fund and they're purchasing some international funds and total stock market funds, EFTs, exchange traded funds, which I've never had before. I've just had mutual funds. So they clicked a few buttons. They made that happen. Now, he did say that, and I agreed with this and I'm okay with it, that because there were some capital gains going on there, when I do my taxes at the end of 2021, then I may have to pay roughly $250 or so based on my tax bracket, um, based on that sell, right? That sale within the year, which I'm okay with. Um, so if normally I get about a $600 tax return, I might get a $400 tax return or something like that. So I'm okay with that because the long-term benefits are greater. So I'm willing to do that now. Now, had I reached out to them <laughs> years ago, maybe for some advice, I wouldn't have done that, but here you go. You know, we live in where we are and I'm making that change now. They're also then managing my Roth IRA for now. And so they're going to be making some changes there as well. Um, I had the four strategies or the um, four different mutual funds that I told you about previously. So they're making some changes there. And again, I'm not going to rattle off the ticker symbols of such, but they're just positioning me better within the Roth IRA. Um, and so I was like, okay, great. Let's, let's do that. Um, let me segue here a little bit and share with you that one of the biggest things I'm doing by, by doing this is I guys, I teach you guys all the time. I hope about how you can look into your future. Um, and so what I say to myself by, you know, spending this $75 a month, which is really nothing for this great advice, not only managing the funds for me and making those changes now, but I can also call and set up appointments at any time on things like um, estimators for health insurance, because if I retire next year, then I'll have to buy health insurance. And so they can help me with that. I would go to outside companies then to do my research, but they would really help guide me towards that, as well as some other things I can talk to them about as well, long-term health care, perhaps, and just a plethora of other things. You know, I'm not going to ever reach out to them and say, I want to sell, I want to sell because the market's tanking and anything like that. In fact, I shared with Michael yesterday that I would be more likely to be happy if there was a downturn in the market while I'm still working. Because as you guys know, then you're buying the shares when they're lower priced. I would probably reach out to them, however, if I decide to quit working and then we go into a downward market. Yeah. So those are things I need to prepare for having cash on the side which Michael agreed with me. And so I'll work towards that towards the end of this year. Um, but again, what I'm doing really by doing this is I'm visioning and I'm positioning myself and I'm pretending as though I'm going to retire in December of 2021. So for those of you that are younger, remember visioning, seeing your future in advance is so important. You really have to believe that. So you, you think to yourself, okay, this is what I want to happen. And then you can make it happen. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so I'm actually thinking, what would it be like if I did retire in December? So before I move on and talk about things that he talked to me about in terms of distribution and what I learned, which I didn't know before, I do want to say that when I reached out to Michael, he created a financial plan for me <clears throat> based on the million dollars that I have. Now, remember, I have a, a net worth higher because my condo is paid for. It's almost like a 1.2 million net worth, but my investments alone are a hundred, or I'm sorry, a million, right? 
Okay. So the plan was, I told him, Michael, I said, Michael, I want to retire in December. Let me know what you think. So he went back, he ran the numbers through 10,000 Monte Carlo simulators of different scenarios of market performance over from my age of 56 until 100 years old is what they did. And the models came back 99% likely of success if I needed $32,000 per year. Now, I know that sounds like not much, you guys, right? That's not much money per month, but you can increase that by inflation um, every, every year. Um, and I just want to remind everybody that um, right now, you, as you know, my expenses are about 17000 per year. So I figure I may need about 9000 per year for health care. I don't know yet, but see, I'm starting to vision. And so I'm adding in 9,000 for healthcare to, to age 65, as you know, because at 65, then Medicare kicks in. So I, I would only have to pay for that for approximately nine years if I retire at the end of this year. Okay, are you following me? Um, and then I put in $6,000 for fun or other per year, which that gets to the 32,000. Now, I know what you may be thinking, that seems really low. Well, that's okay. I I may work another year or something, right? I don't know. Or I could have part-time work, things like that. But at this point, um, that's what I'm projecting, about 32000 per year after the taxes. So again, that came out 99% success rate. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling good about that. Um, and again, we it was running through all of those you know different scenarios. So that's what I'm going with right now in terms of believing in that and hearing it from professionals, okay? Um, but then I, within that analysis, the plan that they built for me, I just wanted to share with you here for a couple minutes about what do they recommend as the withdrawal distribution strategy? As you guys know, that's a radar item for me. And for you guys, if you're broke at 40 or you're 45, you're still accumulating your assets, you may not be thinking about distribution quite yet. So um, for me, in the plan that they created for me, they wrote it out and I had to write it out myself because I wanted to really see it, right? And so the strategy that they presented is for the withdrawal plan. Um, it is. It was interesting that they said they would take my income, right, that I need, um, the 32000 per year, um, where would that come from? Well, they would direct, they said, all interest, dividends, and capital gain distributions from my taxable account first um, into a spending account, okay? So let's say I did stop working at the end of this year. It's the year 2022. Um, as you guys know, that account, I think it was about 150000 So it really wouldn't, no, it's 128000 So in my mind, I say, okay, if I'm 56, now what do I have to get to? 59 and a half to where I could then tap into my 401k. But as you guys know, you can sometimes do that earlier. But let's just go into the premise that it's 59 and a half. That's like four and a half years of money that I would need the 32000 Right, the 32,032 times four, let's say, is about 128,000. So, let me get some coffee here. Hold on. Um, and so that would deplete that account, really, right? Just if it was money alone. 
Um, but yes, it's going to earn some interest perhaps, but what if we go in a downward market? Are you following me? So yeah, the interest on that and even the dividends really wouldn't give me the 32000 So the strategy here would be, it looks like I would have to deplete pretty much that entire account in that first four to four and a half years before the um, I could take money out of the 401k. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't feel really good about that, <laughs> um, but that's part of this strategy. So that would be number one. And then it says, he said um, in the plan, if you need more income, then they could sell assets within the taxable account. Well, of course I would need to, you know, you can't live off of just the interest and dividends to get $32,000 a year if the account is only 128000 to begin with. So I would be depleting that, okay? Um, then it goes on to say to maximize tax deferred growth, which is like my 401k part of it, by the way, because I have, as I've probably shared with you before, my 401k is both Roth 401k in more recent years. And then I have about half or so in the traditional 401k. So to maximize the tax deferred growth on that money, consider delaying withdrawals from the traditional tax deferred account. Okay. That makes sense until the, the taxable account has de been depleted, which I just mentioned or required minimum distributions begin at age 72 or so um, from the um, 401k, okay? Um, only consider withdrawals from the Roth once the traditional tax deferred account has been spent. Okay, so then number two would be after I go through the tax bill account, like four to four and a half years or so, then, you know, you get to age 59 and a half, then I guess the spending strategy would be they would set it up so that those monies from the um, tax sheltered part of my 401k, then you would live on that for X amount of years. Then you would go probably to the 401k part of it and then maybe the Roth IRA. So anyway, here's what I want to say as well is that um, what I'm doing is I'm learning and I'm sharing with you things here. And even Michael said yesterday when I was talking to him that we don't need to know all of those answers now. We just know that if I'm signed up for these services, they're going to help me along the way. And that's what made me, made me feel really comfortable. And so the strategy then is each year you reevaluate. And you guys know me. Um, I'm very much into security with money, right? And so I would be looking at this every single year and maximizing the potential with their help and their guidance. So. That would be the the spending, I guess, withdrawal plan, if you will. And to me, that made sense. And it's very similar to what I've heard on other podcasts and things where they say, you know, withdrawing from the taxable account first and such. But um, those are things I'm beginning to think about. Now, let me also say that I'm really looking forward to working with them. And I do think I made the right decision. So for everybody listening, if you're in the accumulation phase and you need help from a money coach, even an advisor, then maybe spend some time or money with an advisor for a one-time meeting, um, either a money coach or an advisor to get things going. But then you can kind of go on autopilot through your accumulation phase and cross-check and make sure you're doing well. This is just a decision that I had to make for myself that I did need help, as I shared with you before. So never be ashamed that you need help. And so I'm willing to work with Michael. Oh, I also wanted to share with you that 
So one thing I will do most likely is when I do stop working, I would take the money from my 401k and move it over to Vanguard Direct. Once you have $500,000 of managed money, then I would have a personal advisor of my own. So right now I would work with uh, Michael. And then if I schedule appointments with an advisor, it would be somebody else. But that might be a good thing too, right? So I see that as an advantage again over the next six months while I start thinking about this. I'm willing to make the investment of $75 a month for this service to get my ducks in a row, to think about it. I may cancel it at that time. Who knows what I'll do? But I'm making really positive changes here towards the future of making me more comfortable, really. That's the whole goal with money is you you have to feel secure. And as you guys know, in episodes in the past, I was starting to feel like because I'm getting to these higher numbers, I need help. I don't want to do all the research on my own and figure it all out. That's when you reach out to somebody and you say you need help. So let me go ahead and think about cancer, uh, segueing into closing this episode, but I wanted to share one more thing with you as I get some more coffee here. These coffee top coffee talk rambles again are just going to be me sharing with you guys what I'm going through over as if I'm talking into a, you know, a diary here, dear dollar diary. So this is episode number one. Let me go ahead and close it out and just share with you what's going to be coming up next. Most likely as I share with you in real time as this happens is number one was Uh, Michael is helping me with getting my asset location correct, as you know, within my taxable account and now my Roth IRA. Okay. I also have to talk to him, by the way, I sent an email because I was dollar cost averaging 583 a month into one of the strategy funds that they sold in favor of another one. So I'm not sure if I have to set up that new um, automatic investment of 583 coming up in a couple of days here, or if they're going to set that up for me. Anyway, so I'll talk to them about that. But the next thing over the course of a couple weeks here, oh, and by the way, I want to say that if you guys are with Vanguard and you do these services and you need that help, the actual, um, excuse me, the actual um, page that when you sign into Vanguard looks very different. It's very exciting. It looks great. It's got lots of information there. Um, that I was, wasn't expecting. It was like, they're really personalizing it for me. Um, but number two, I need help with Michael is I want him then to circle back to my 401k and do I need to make changes there? Yes or no? Yes or no. Right. So they'll help me with that. Then number three, um, I really want to validate that I'm back to that 60, 40 split, right. Of 60 stocks, 40 bonds, which they recommend. And then number four would be, I want to, as I shared a little while ago, meet with somebody there to talk through health insurance options, estimators of what healthcare will cost um, to then see, I, I have to reach out to other companies, most likely government agencies to apply for healthcare and really see if that $9,000 a year is going to be good enough. Now, I also want to say that the 99% likeliness of success also included not only going to age 100 for me, but starting with the 1 million with um, $32,000 net need. And by the way, that goes up with inflation every single year. So it's a little bit more every year, one or 2%, I think he said. And I saw the graph. 
Um, but I also want to say that this 99% uh, likeliness of success also takes into account $18,000 of social security coming in when I hit 67. So I want to make that clear that, um, you know, I went to irs.gov and I know that I'll get about $18,000 per year. So what that means is right now it's a 3% withdrawal rate, which as you guys know, is really good. Um, that's below the 4% standard. And it also then again, likeliness of success takes into account that my social security would be 18,000. Now, instead of saying I get 18,000 more um, at age 67, or by the way, I could do that at age 62, we'll see. I don't know yet. Um, but that um, at age 67 means that my withdrawal rate then goes to 1% or 2%. Are you following me? Okay. So if you have that net need, definitely can go down um, with the, um, you know, the influx of social security coming into play as well. All right. So that's what I have for you guys today on this first episode of Dear Dollar Diary, as I share with you my, my um, experience with, you know, going from accumulation to ultimately a distribution phase. So thanks a lot, everybody. And I'll see you this weekend on the Broke at 40 podcast. Thank you.